and welcome to another episode of In My Sweats with your host, Jay Menz. This is a place where you can learn and laugh with your girlfriends. special interview with one of my favorite people, Bridget Flynn. So let me tell you a little bit about her and then I will ask her to tell you a little bit about herself. So Bridget Flynn is a mystic and spiritual life coach who mentors people to deeply connect to their intuition and to the flow of the universe. Her clients develop greater intimacy with themselves and others, develop their intuitive gifts, and allow love to expand their lives. She's a practicing psychic for 20 years and delivers messages of love and wisdom from the divine. So that is Bridget on paper, but to me, she is one of the most gifted intuitive souls who basically showers you with her findings of your own gifts. So, Miss Bridget, thank you for being on In My Sweats today, and I hope that you are in a comfy position and you're ready to rock exactly who you are. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Hi, everybody. I am, I'm really, really excited to be here, um, and I also am in my sweats. <laughs> I do this thing where I will, like, be totally business on the top and then, like, you know, relaxed on the bottom. So. <laughs> Welcome to entrepreneurship. That's right. This <laughs> is a tough party on the bottom. <laughs> it's kind of like a mullet outfit. Yes. <laughs> that only we know about. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Bridget, I want everybody to know like how you even became to be this, uh, you know, intuitive goddess and what brought you to this point today. Mm, I love intuition. I love psychic gifts. I love intuitive gifts. I love the connection that we all have to the universe and the divine, but it wasn't an easy road. <laughs> Not an easy road. No. Um, the best stories are never the easy ones, right? No. So, um, so uh, where I was born, as I were all born intuitive with, with gifts, and um, I, I always felt this connection to God. I grew up in a Catholic family, went to church every Sunday, be a good girl, all those, all those you know, wonderful moralistic teachings. Um, and, but I always felt that there was something more, it was like a deeper connection to God, to mysticism. To, and I didn't know what it was mysticism. I was just seven and like feeling Jesus and Mary in my heart. Yes. You know? And feeling God. So like, I'm not, I'm not a, a practicing Catholic. I'm not a religious person, but these, these, uh, Mary, Jesus, they, you know, mother Mary, uh, Jesus, Emmanuel, Yeshua, however you want to call them. Like they are also mystical beings as well as religious icons. So it's very interesting. I find it very interesting that, that, um, intersection between, uh, current metaphysics and, and uh, religion. But anyway, hold on, I'm digressing. So, <laughs> so I, I've been this way since I was a kid. I had these wonderful experiences with, with Mary, with Jesus, with the divine, and I just felt it so beautifully in my heart. And then, but I was also seeing other things. I was seeing like, um, I was seeing these energies like that would that would just like come they would like come into my room and then they would like leave my room and I wouldn't quite I know they were different but I didn't quite think anything of it I just knew that they were 
Continue. You're cutting out, sister. Into my teenage years. Okay. And I have friends who like were interested and accepted it. And I, I, um, I had a guide, this wonderful woman who was my babysitter. And she mm. actually, when I was 17, I was, I was under an enormous amount of stress. It was my senior year of college, my high school, and I was a cheerleading captain, leaving school play, two AP courses, oh, I had two jobs. Like, talk about being a Sagittarius and like, <laughs> so I, I had just hit a stress point, and then all of a sudden, my, my intuitive gifts turned on and I was I was hearing these voices and and it wasn't like they were talking to me so much as I was able to hear it was like hearing 15 conversations at once and sometimes they would notice that I could hear these things I didn't know how to turn it off and I was receiving images as well and so I sought guidance to help sort this through and I got it and I got it under control so that was the the awakening and I started to do readings for people at that point. And How old were you? 17. When you were, 17. when you started doing readings? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Was um, it wasn't paid. It was just more like practice. I'm like, is yeah. this thing true? So like I would do like psychometry. So, which is like being able to read an object. So my gift is an everybody's gift, but I, I just had this big whoosh of it and learned how to develop it early on is to read energy. So psychometry is holding an object and being able to read the energy of the person who has held it, who has loved it, who has had these experiences with it. So I practiced that. I practiced remote viewing. I practiced channeling. I practiced being visual. When you're young, you're just open. You don't have these preconceived notions. So I was able to explore a lot of different gifts and then, you know, see which ones I felt like fit the best, which ones I really liked. And I loved the imagery because I could help people to understand things more. And I love the channeling because I would receive messages. And, and just, it's about helping people transform their lives. Mm -hmm. And to know that there is more to us than just these things that we do every day. There's more to us than just these yearnings that we have to be more, do more. There is something more inside of us. I like to give people an outlet for understanding what those are and to help them transform into their intuitive selves. Ooh. Anxious to intuitive. Girl, uh, I want to talk about that, but I also want to go back and ask you what it means when you were seeing, did you say energy colors or something came in? Energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> and these energy colors, Either I had the ability to see onto these planes for a few moments, or they were they were able to come down into my plane of existence, into our plane of existence, and be visible for a few moments. Um, when you are, you're not, you ever get like that spacey, like you're just like kind of like chilling and you're just like spacing out, you know, yeah. you're calm, not thinking of anything. Yeah, that is a perfect that like that kind of chill space is really where you can see things um, if you have the gift of clairvoyance. So these were like, I would see anything from like black blobs, like going under a door. Oh my gosh. Like, I mean, I'm not, it's not always pretty what you're seeing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, to, uh, I would see like some, like a pair of men's legs, just like walking across the room, walking from one what? wall to the other. Yeah. Like, what? 
passing the ghostly apparition, shall we say. Wait, um, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm like, wait, let me zoom back very quickly. When you see a black blob going underneath a, a door, what does that mean? It, okay, so this is where like reading energy comes in really, really handy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, I can, so the, the black blob, it doesn't have necessarily have meaning. It's just yeah. that it could be, it's energy to attract something that's in the room. Like for example, when that happened when I was in college and I was uh, with a roommate who was under a lot of emotional distress with her family. And so um, I feel like that black, I saw, I was just talking to a friend and uh, out of the corner of my eye, I saw this black blob. It was like a foot and a half in diameter. And it just kind of shoved its way under our dorm room door. And I was like, this is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have, it, 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 the energy of that blob was attracted to that, my, to the energy in our room, to that room. So, um, and so like it did, it, it it wasn't harmful. It wasn't in there to have any malintent or anything like that. It was just attracted to that energy. Maybe it was a part of her. There, it's like this is like some. This is another branch of like metaphysics or, or something deeper yeah. um, that not everyone experiences. Not everyone has to experience. And but anyway, so it was just attracted to her. That's it. Energy attracts energy. Life attracts life. We're always attracting where we've come, where we're at, and where we're going. So. Yeah, the energy of that was, it was just, it was also sad. It was like feeding on the sadness that was inside of that. Oh. Yeah, and so, like, I went in and I, I, I energetically, I cleaned the room. Oh, see, when you say things like that, like, and you guys, Bridget is my intuitive coach. So not only have I worked with her personally, I'm also in her anxious to intuitive program that she's going to talk about in a little bit, but when you say things like that, how can that not fascinate people? Like when you're like, I energetically cleaned the room. Now, how did you know that that's what you were doing and how did you do that? So really good question. So at this point I was uh, like 19 or 20 and I used, when I used sage, because that's what was available to me at the time. Yeah. Later on, I learned Reiki, and that is another way to, using the Reiki symbols is a great way to also clean the energy of the room. But it was just, I felt like, because I was connecting more and more to my intuition and to my gifts, I felt connected to this greater knowledge. So sometimes I would just go still, and I would go inward, and I would, I would just know what needed to be done. So like that's a part of your intuition, is just knowing what needs to be done. So... And sometimes the information just comes to you. And you're like, okay, I know I have to go in there and energetically clean the room. And this is what I have to do to clean the room. So like, for example, I might just go into a room and I would just let, gather the energy of love, gather love in my heart and just let it flow from my heart mm-hmm. into the room. And I would imagine it happening. I would see it happening. So it's my wow. third eye. So I would just let that, because, you know, in the end, everything wants to be understood. Everything wants to be, wants to be loved. Yes. Love is a huge transformational energy. And to bring that into a room, into a situation, into anything. Yes, it's the, the greatest thing you can do. Or sage, that's uh, what you say. And then I, and then I, I use love energy. So that, that is so beautiful. Yeah. Um, 
So would you say like, okay, so say someone feels an energy in a room and they don't have sage and they don't have the Reiki energetic training, but say someone just feels like, oh my gosh, this room needs something new and energy needs to be moved around. Would, would part of your intuition be to like, like, and you're honoring that, would it be to just know that you need to shift things in the room, like move the furniture, get rid of clothes, throw things away? Would that be accessing your intuition? Absolutely. Yes, it would. Because you are feeling, you're tapping in and you're feeling what needs to be done. So, because you can, you're energetically, you're always using your energy. You're always reading energy. You just aren't quite aware of it or you might not have that practice yet. But like if you walk into your room and like, something doesn't feel right in here, you know, um, let's say that you are wanting to have a change in your life, mm-hmm. but you're not quite ready for it. It could be a subconscious desire or a budding conscious desire. So subconscious is like, I just, you just don't recognize it yet. Yeah. So um, if you have a subconscious desire to change, you might walk into your bedroom and be like, screw this. You know, I, I, I like, you just start changing yeah. the furniture. You might go out and buy new art or rehang or get new paint and new curtains or something, you know, just to yes. alter the energy into something new and something fresh so that your change, it's a symbol of your desire to transform. It's a message to yourself. But then also this newness facilitates the coming of change. It allows you, it like opens up a new avenue in your life for change because you just shifted the energy. So that's one way. Okay. Yeah. You like, as you're speaking, I'm thinking of how you can do that in your business too, because I, and just like a side note, I felt like things were happening so fast and I didn't have any support in the tech world. So it's like I hired an online business manager and she's creating this container of automation and funnel and sales flow and all these things. And so I feel like what, when you were talking, it was reminding me of kind of creating that order that you need to allow things to flow towards you. Yeah. 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 You did it. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, like when people talk about, uh, losing weight or eating food, it's like you have to first clear out the sludge to make room for the nutrients to be absorbed. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like, I can see what you're saying in every avenue of life. Here's something really interesting, Jay. Okay. Yeah. So I, um, you know, I've been a practicing psychic for 20 years, but I did it on the side. I, you know, and it's only been maybe the last three to five years that I've really been upping the game and doing yes. it more and more. So, but I had my own business as a home organizer in Silicon Valley for a few years. And I love it. I've always been this like organizer, neat nick, purging yes. to get rid of the old, allowing the new in, because it's about transformation. And so I have, um, I have a former organizing client from Silicon Valley. She bought a house in Mexico and she invited me to come down and organize her house, set it up for her so that she could live beautifully and comfortably and like herself in this home. Yes. But she's also going to do the anxious to intuitive program. Yes. And, and so she's like, she's like, I just, she's like, I need you to come down first and like get the house set up. I need to just like get rid of these old feelings of insecurities of old ideas about myself clear those out and then like set the grounds that like my intuition can really come through and I was I just I just gave her a round of applause I was like (laughs) 
smart and lady. So yes, organizing yes. gets, yeah, it creates systems for things to come into your life. It creates systems for ease and flow so that you yes. are more connected to your inner self. You're not always so in your mind, mm-hmm. you know, and it creates a container. So like what you've done with your business, creating a container. Yes. It's, that is seriously a game changer. And, um, I want, I want you to talk a little bit about the anxious to intuitive program. And you guys, before she does, Bridget is one of the guest experts in my break free mastermind. And she, I know she's her, uh, her guest spot is coming up in a few weeks and this girl's going to bring it. She does every single time. And it's not something like a face or a mask she puts on. She is the intuitive goddess. So she listens to exactly where she needs to go. And so it's like, yeah, you might have to have a little extra energy to kind of like be on, but this girl is an all-star. So I want people to know about your program and it's changed the way that I access my intuition. And I feel that after I started doing that, I had a lot more confidence in the strengths and the gifts that I offer in Bridget's like a key piece in that coming out. So girl, tell them about your program. Jay, I'm so glad to hear you say that about yourself and like how to hear how the program has helped you. Um, Anxious to intuitive. I love the name. I love it. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) So, um, Anxious to Intuitive helps people to overcome their anxieties, either overcome them or set them aside or they dissolve the anxieties that we have about our lives and about accessing our intuition. So I move you through six modules of like clearance. It's all about using your intuition, accessing your intuition so that you can make better decisions for yourself. Like you, Jay, feel more confident. Yes. Not second guess yourself, not doubt yourself, to understand the way that your intuition communicates. Mm -hmm. So like all those things that we, those, all those anxieties we have about listening to our intuition, like it's, it comes in whenever it wants to, or it's like, I don't, I just got this flash, but I don't know if it is my intuition or if it's my emotions or my imagination. How do I tell the difference? You know, do I tell somebody if I got this in this intuition about them? I always seem to ignore my intuition and then crap happens. And I want to stop ignoring my intuitions that good things start happening. Listening to your intuition, accessing it on a regular basis puts you in alignment with your purpose in this life. Yes. And it's such a transformational, ah, such a transformational process. So it helps you on two levels. One in the everyday, this program helps you in the two levels, one in the everyday, and then two in the, in the metaphysical and the spiritual way, it connects you with the universe, with the divine, with your inner being. Mm -hmm. And that, like that melting of every day and spirituality is what I love the most. Yes. Yes. And how, so say the ladies are like, where the hell do I sign up for this program? How do I get in there ASAP? How do they do that? I would love it if you, um, anybody who is listening right now through March 1st, I'm having sign up for my beta program for Anxious to Intuitive. Yes, and so, um, where to go. So you're going to go to www.bridgetflynn.com. It's Bridget like Bridget Jones. Yes. Uh, Bridget, Bridget 
coachingwins.com and go to the coaching page and you can sign up on there to have a call with me to see if this is something that you want to see if I can help you if we're a good fit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have yet to have somebody who is like, this isn't a good fit because <laughs> we're always attracting the right kinds of people. Yes. I, yeah, we're always, I'm, I am always attracting the right kinds of people. So yeah. are you today. It's, it's, it's just this beautiful process that we go through together. It is. I learned so much and I can't wait for the, uh, for the mastermind because when I, when, when I come, like it's, you get these, for my clients, you get these deepest parts of me. I'm, it's not coming from me. The information comes through me. Yes. So it is, you get exactly what you need to hear in those moments. That is so exciting to hear you say that. And it's so true, you guys, because I've witnessed it myself. Um, last question. Yeah. I was going to call you Bridge. I've never called you that before. <laughs> it is my like, nickname. I was like, listen, Bridge, let's uh, knock it out of the park. <laughs> Um, but there was one more question I wanted to ask and that was, can you see when you're talking to people and you can't see them, but like, it's just like this, can you feel, or can you see the person's energy? Yes. So I feel the energy. That's something that I, uh, that's in one of my modules actually, uh, for anxious to intuitive is how to read people, how to read people's energy. And it's a very, it's a simple technique that requires practice. Um, but, and it's, there's so many subtle things to it. Uh, but yes, I can. This is how I do my phone sessions that I read a person's energy. I read the energy of situations and I just reach myself out. That's how I do it. I just reach myself out to you and, and I feel, and it allows me to, to see what's going on subconsciously as well as consciously. It tells me about your motives, about like why you're, like why you're doing what you're doing, where your blocks are, where your avenues of opportunity are. Um, it's, it's not so much like a clairvoyance, like, oh, I see you like yeah. this tall, dark, and handsome. You know, like, yeah, yeah. for me, those days are over. Like, it's <laughs> not, it's not that I don't have that gift anymore. The, the gift of clairvoyance is alive and strong, but my heart and my passion are in helping people to transform themselves, transform yeah. their lives. So that's where, when it comes, when I come to read your energy, that's what I'm looking at. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm feeling. And that's what I'm delivering. And see who doesn't, who doesn't want that? Like who, who doesn't want that observatory view on who they are? Because, you know, even doctors have doctors, like you have to have someone who can see you when you can't really see yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I really, this, this program empowers you to be in touch with yourself, to bring your authority back to yourself. We still need doctors. We still need police officers exactly. and lawyers, exactly. uh, but it's, it's about bringing, it's about bringing your power back to yourself. yourself. Is pure beauty. Now, thank you, Bridget, for being on. And everybody, I will put in the show notes exactly where to find her and where you can sign up for her Anxious to Intuitive program. Until then, Bridget, any last pieces of wisdom that you want to drop? Yes. Let me just tune in for a moment here. Um, yes. My, my beauties, we are... We are all one. There is a connection from heart to heart. 
that has been discovered and to live it is another thing. And you are encouraged to live this heart-to-heart -heart connection instead of feeling dis-ease and loss of control in your life and fear this heart-to-heart -heart connection creates ease creates companionship creates oneness it's the flow of love it's oneness it's unity that needs to be on a poster oh go ahead let's put it on a poster yeah let's do it <laughs> people who's gonna put it on a poster oh <laughs> yeah well, thanks for being here, Bridget. That was awesome. And you're going to inspire so many women to start listening to themselves. Do listen to yourself, please. Yes. You rock, girl. Thanks, Bridget. Thank you. I'm so excited.